Hey everybody, this week I'm going to be uh, quizzed. I'm going to Trivia Night with Ryan Buds from Trivia with Buds. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be running through the gamut of questions, and I'm going to see how smart I really am. Probably not that smart. Just letting you know. It's not probably going to be very, um, I'm not that smart. But that's just what it is, I suppose. Uh, and then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened. Uh, recently, we just lost Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, we're going to get a word uh, from our sponsors. And that aren't really sponsors. But you you get the point. We're going to take a break so we can get to the stuff with, with Ryan and the trivia stuff. And it's fun. So, we'll be right back with Ryan Buds from Trivia with Buds. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. For a 30-day trial and free audiobook, head to audibletrial.com forward slash ronshow. That's audibletrial.com slash ronshow for your 30-day trial and free audiobook today. All right, with me right now is the host and the proprietor of Trivia with Buds, Ryan Buds. Ryan, thank you so much for being on the program. Ron, thanks for having me all the way from uh, L.A. to Wisconsin. This is great. Technology is a wonderful thing. Oh, it's great. I had to sign in the Skype like six different names, though. I had to create new accounts. It was a real pain in the ass. But it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. See, what's going to happen today is Ryan is going to test my mental acumen. He's going to trivia me with his trivia for, with buds. And we're going to That's see... me. That's what I do. I'm yeah, so and we're going to see. We're going to see how smart I really think I am. You're one of those minds. It's like a trap. You like uh, you just encase your uh, your brain with all kinds of facts. Isn't that true? Um, I, I I don't have much of a life, so I, I read a lot. <laughs> I watch a lot. Um, sure. Yeah, stuff like that. So uh, uh, my wife I, and I just moved to a new house, and I had to move all the books. And I said, we have not picked up one of these goddamn books since college. I go, do we need these? Uh, do we need these books? But they do like. And then I went to go throw them, not throw them away, but I went to go donate them, and I'm like. I'm going to keep all these. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's like books never leave you in a way. Do half-price books not exist in L.A.? You know what? I, they don't, uh, as far as I know. I mean, there's a million places you can bring books for cash and things. But I just have uh, – I guess it's more like sentimental value to books. You know what no, I've been no, doing? I've been, uh, I've, been do, I've been kind of diving back into VHS a little bit. Um, I've been, I found this guy. This, this uh, friend of mine makes these really cool – he takes a VHS box – and he repurposes the the box and and kind of covers a notebook in it. So then you have this awesome notebook that looks like this awesome beat up '80s VHS tape. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That. That's... So he 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 buys hundreds and hundreds of awesome, pretty much all the stuff with awesome covers. You know, like a Back to the Future or a Roadhouse or something like that. And uh, he repurposes them and he sells them online. And um, his uh, his company is called a real piece of work w e r k if anybody wants to check it out well, there you uh, go. but he makes yeah he makes really cool stuff and i kind of like made a few of my own like i tried to kind of like uh, mimic his style just to have some like as a little arts and crafts project at home and they're not nearly as good as his so his is like the legit thing if you want it but it is kind of a cool little thing that you can try and do i go there's a thrift store down the street from my work a goodwill um in glendale california and i check out the glendale goodwill all the time and there's always great cassettes back there um vhs tapes that i am trying to not buy because it's like not too long ago i think i donated every vhs i ever had and then now i'm like slowly buying them again it feels like a real ass backwards thing 
Uh, that's that's the way things work, though. It's like you know, people are buying records now and stuff. And uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it. I don't even know. Like when you go to a Best Buy or a Target, there's a, there's no CDs. I mean, there's maybe like a rack, like one tiny rack of of CDs. And you it's know? only it's just like the new releases. Yeah, and yeah, the the very best selling stuff. But if you want like a anything, I usually just buy the vinyl if I'm gonna buy. Like I just bought Chris Stapleton. Uh, he's a country artist, and I really like him. And he had a new album out last Friday, so I bought it on Amazon. It's twenty bucks. It comes with the awesome vinyl, and it comes with the download. Yeah, on that's on, on yeah on the Amazon Music, which is what I use anyway. So it's pretty sweet. It's win win. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, win win. But that retro stuff is very uh, interesting to me. Um, I'm actually kind of shopping because so I've been I, I have all these VHS tapes now of these classic movies, and I'm like, if I'm going to cut up all these covers, I'm like, these tapes are just going to sit here. So I'm like, what if I got a little TV VCR combo? for like 10 or 20 bucks at like a Goodwill or something. And then I kind of set that up and then like, you know, set up in the kitchen or by the grill in my backyard or there's, we have this hot tub. I'm like, what if I put that by the hot tub? And it's like, when I'm in the hot tub, I always watch a classic movie or something like that. There you go. Casablanca and, 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 uh, intense heat on your balls. It always goes, it goes together like, um, like, uh, uh, ranch and Fritos. (laughs) I got to lower this sperm count. I'm having too many kids. I got another kid. I got another kid coming on the way uh, in November. Well, second, congratulations! Second Thanks a lot. That's uh, that's 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 great to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm very every kid every kid I have, I have to start about uh, fifteen new trivia nights. So it's a little bit of a. Well, then let's act. get the word out about your trivia, sir. So let's there let's, let's start this off here. Let's see what we let's see what I have. Come on, lay it on me, sir. What's All right. Question? So what I have for you is uh, like a cornucopia, just a, like a like a grab bag of okay. questions that are floating around my head. So when people, uh, when people as a comedian uh, go like, tell me a joke, and you're like, it's not going to work because you can't really do a joke right. one-on-one. It's kind of stupid. But when people go, oh, you're a trivia host, tell me a trivia question, it's like it's a lot easier because it's just so cut and dry. So I have a lot of stuff floating around my head. Let's just see what kind of comes out and see what you know. How's that? It works for me. All right. Uh, my first question for you, sir. Are you a player of chess? Do you play chess? Um, I've been known. I took a chess class in high school. Ooh, this question might be just for you, Ron. Your first question of this call is how many squares are on a chessboard? How many spaces? That's a good question. Mm hmm. Um, I asked this one this week at my uh, some of my live nights out here in LA. Oh, man. Um, I would thinking... say about half. I would say about half the, the teams got it right all week long if I had to estimate. Well, that I mean it's got to be um, an even number, I'd think. Um, That's true. Because there's the black and the white and the red all over. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Oh man. Um, I'm trying to do the math. I'm trying to like look at the board in my head. Sure. And I know. And now, folks, we have this luxury of doing it where I can sit here and, and rack my brain. Um, if in sure. tri- actual trivia, you only get how long? Well, you know, it's uh, I usually repeat the question in a live event three times, so you, you you have like you know a minute, minute and a half before I move on to the next question, and then you could take longer than that, you know. Right. right but if we right. were playing, if we were playing on my podcast right now, um, my trivia podcast, I usually limit it to you know I don't know under thirty seconds or so. Right. Okay. Um, this guy's I'm, searching for an answer, I'm like thinking, searching for Bobby Fisher. Yeah, oh, hey, oh, um, sixty. 
you're so close. It was 64. Oh, fuck. It's, it's an eight by eight uh, square board. Well done. You were pretty close. I'll give you like a half point there. Nice job, Ron. All right. Well, thank you. There you go. My next question is about the Simpsons. Are you a Simpsons fan? I am. Oh, let's see if you know this one. This is uh, about one of the last names of a side character on the Simpsons. What is Barney's last name on the Simpsons? Barney. Gumble. It is Gumble. Well done. There you go, sir. Your first official point of this uh, this little challenge for you. I think I can get up to about 10 questions for you. Let's okay. see if I can uh, think of some more for you. So here's question number three. Brandon Boyd is the lead singer Incubus. of what band? Oh, he got it before I even finished it. Well done. Are you an Incubus fan? Um, the other older stuff. Pardon me. I, <laughs> I see him. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I saw him live. I took a girl. I was dating a girl in high school that broke up with me a week before prom. She was the first girl I was like in love with, you know, oh, that sucks. and, uh, I had bought her tickets to see Incubus at the all state arena in Rosemont, Illinois. And, uh, so she broke up with me, went to prom by myself and, uh, about two weeks into the summer was the concert. So she was, I was a senior, you know, going to be going into college and she was like, she hit me up. I didn't talk to her, you know, for whatever period that was. And then, uh, like a couple days before the concert, she's like, Hey, uh, so you still going to that concert? And I was like, I'm not taking you to this guy, <laughs> to the Incubus concert. You broke my heart woman, you know? So I, uh, I found this other girl and I took her instead, uh, to spite the first girl. And, uh, we stood at the concert like, uh, arm in arm, like, uh, like, uh, embraced like uh, a couple watching a fireworks show, I guess you would imagine. Maybe like an old married couple. And we watched Incubus perform, and uh, I think we made out a few times. It was very, very strange, and that was the last time I ever saw that girl. <laughs> but it was uh, in Rosemont, Illinois. Oh, hey, the Ro- Rosemont Horizon. I remember that place. Yeah, yeah. That was a cooler name, the Rosemont Horizon, uh, before. Now it's All-State Arena. Uh, Backlash, if you are a wrestling fan. I am. WrestleMania, place. wasn't WrestleMania 13 at the Rosemont Horizon? That's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin Bret versus Hart. Bret Hart. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest match in wrestling history. Yeah, that's a really good match. And uh, this this uh, Sunday is Backlash, where the main event is Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal, Mahal. Yes. Which is insane. Jinder Mahal was a, a almost like a running joke. Like when he would even be anywhere near a live TV taping, you're like, Oh, what are they doing with this guy? And then uh, somehow uh, they were like, let's make this guy a main eventer. Well, Which I, mean, I, I don't know. I kind of like I like the mentality of taking somebody, even Heath Slater uh, in the in the last year, being tag team champions with Rhino. It's kind of intriguing because you're like, this guy's been here forever and they don't do anything with him. And right. then uh, you kind of flip that on its head. So that, that keeps it exciting, I think, a little bit. Well, the match I'm looking forward to is I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans are is Dolph Ziggler versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's going to be a really cool. I mean, that's like selling the pay per view if you were still buying pay per view. But that's uh, that's going to be great. Um, I'm definitely going to watch. It's this Sunday, right? Yes, it is on the uh, WWE that, Network. Yeah, that crowd is going to go CM Punk during <laughs> like that whole Randy Orton match. I feel like they're just going to shit all over it. Oh, just like they did at WrestleMania. But uh, that's yeah. besides the point. All right, what's the next question, sir? Let's uh, let's go with wrestling. How about oh, that? Works You're a wrestling me. fan. I am. Okay. I'm going to ask you a wrestling question, and uh, the question is, what pay-per-view did The Undertaker debut at in 1990? The Survivor Series. Oh, you're right about that, Mr. Percy. It is uh, the Survivor Series, 1990. He was uh, valeted in by who? Do you remember? Brother Love. Brother Love, but uh, also, uh, 
whose team was he a member of? Million Dollar Man. Ron, it's almost like I don't even have to ask you these questions. <laughs> You're running your own show here. I like You're, my wrestling. You... I like my wrestling. I do too. Are you? I do. Are you currently watching and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I got a little misty when the Undertaker left his hat and coat and gloves in the ring. Oh, uh, sad. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was not uh, a good. T- it's like, don't look at me. It's it's my allergies. What are your uh, opinions on Roman Reigns right now? Uh, do we have to talk about Roman Reigns? It's just going to piss me off. That you hate guy, him? I, well, that, I don't hate him. Um, the guy, he has his look, and he does his thing in the ring, but he's just shoved down our throats. And yeah. um, it's like it's almost like Vince wants, it's like this guy is going to get over no matter what. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, when, when Braun Strowman makes this guy bleed from the mouth, from, from yeah. quote unquote internal injuries, and the crowd goes, "Thank you, Strowman, yeah. for basically murdering someone." I mean, yeah, yeah. Vince should probably just turn him heel and get it over with. My my maybe the worst chant I think I've ever heard is "You deserve it." As he's walking out of that match, bleeding from the mouth, days after his brother died, for for a, for a crowd to chant "You deserve it," I thought that was uh, like almost too cruel. In my yeah, opinion. well, what, wrestling fans are a bunch of mar- uh, smarks now, so yeah, yeah. it's uh, that and and that's my I don't have I mean I anybody who wants to enjoy wrestling any way they want is fine with me, right, but. Right. I almost have, and I, I have that effect with, um, I've had this my whole life, not in just wrestling, but in real life. If people start, like at school, for example, if everybody was kind of like, look at that kid, what a what an idiot that kid is, or like that kid dresses crazy, I'm drawn to that kid because I'm like, I got to know everything about him. If, I, if he's making everyone uh, turn their heads, I need to uh, interact with that kid. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, I've always been the guy who's like, um, I mean, I, and also I was uh, a shitty, I mean, I was, a, I wouldn't say I was a bully, but I was, I would say things, I would do anything to get a laugh as a, as a, you know, sixth grader to 12th grader. I would, I would say anything and, and mock anyone to get a laugh, uh, which was shitty. Um, and probably had an effect on some people, <laughs> some people I've apologized to like on Facebook and things. Um, but there were, but I was also, so just as drawn to, to people who were not necessarily, um, you know, popular or anything like that. But I was like, oh, this person seems unique and I want to be this person's friend. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm I'm almost I almost with wrestling crowds. I'm like, OK, if everyone's booing Roman Reigns, I got to kind of maybe check out the other side of it and be like, maybe they're all wrong. And uh, he's not as bad as he seems because I hated him for a long time. I hated him for probably the two years leading up to WrestleMania. And then WrestleMania, the match didn't didn't I didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of a dumb match with the Undertaker, right, and it, right. it didn't have any huge moments for me. Uh, a lot of botches, I thought. And then, but when my came thing out, my thing about Roman and the Undertaker is this: I understand that Taker gets to pick his opponent, you know, mm-hmm. and he went out the way that you're supposed to in the old school ways of wrestling, and by going out on your back. That's the way you know it's been that way forever. You know, you yeah. uh, you leave on your back. And I just think that it could have suited someone way more than Roman Reigns to beat The Undertaker. Someone like yeah. Finn Balor, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, or that would have been kind of cool. Or yeah. Shin- Shinsuke having him show up. I would have even loved. I would have even loved if they didn't go with a new guy. If it was Cena, which was originally planned, right? If it was a Cena, it would have just felt a little bit more special. And and something about Cena, like jumping out of the ring as soon as the match is over um, and not having any sort of celebration 
would I think I think it would have been stronger instead of like we have this half-assed Roman celebration with fireworks, and then we cut back to the Undertaker for another twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Cena um, would have just left. He would have. He Cena would have just left, yeah. and it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. Um, I just thought that that would have been a little bit more fun. But I here uh, this was all leading up to I think that Roman standing there for fifteen minutes straight and getting booed and people chanting "fuck you, Roman." Yeah. Uh, on Raw the next night, that made me like him. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this guy is really dishing. Like, they're, they are screaming, fuck you, Roman, a whole stadium or a whole arena. And he's just standing there. And then his promo was, uh, it's my yard now. Drop the mic. Like, that yeah. That to me was uh, perfect. Well, the and thing that, that bothers it, me about Roman is this, is that this last Monday, I don't know if you saw Raw or not, mm-hmm. um, you have Finn Bauer, who is mm-hmm. back from injury, has been on fire, uh, who's been awesome. And you have injured, beaten, broken Roman Reigns beat him in a match. Yeah, that was a little. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that Roman needed to win that match. So I don't know why they had him win that match. No, um, he didn't need to win I, it. But I, I guess that was supposed to be like his big opponent. That was Braun is out of the picture. So we'll give him the win. But it was it was a clean win. There was no. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing. It was like a like a straight up clean win. So. It was interesting. I actually liked that match, and I, I there's something about uh, battle ravage Roman Reigns. It's a little bit more interesting to me too. It's like that He-Man um, figure back in the day when you hit its chest yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were talking about this way too much. I mean, we could do this forever. But um, in conclusion, I am excited for Extreme Rules, and that and the room I'm in right now is like my man cave. I just moved Uh-oh. into a new house, and uh, I'm having everybody over to watch Extreme Rules uh, two weeks from this Sunday. So that'll be fun. Uh, your next question, I just had it. What was it about? Um, we did a board game question. I got a movie question for you, okay? Okay. This movie question is about Tom Hanks. Okay. And I want you to name two movies that Tom Hanks won back-to-back Oscars for. Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Wow. People usually don't think of Philadelphia. Good job. Oh, well. You're like a pop culture fanatic. You know I am. People keep telling me I need to I need to go to trivia night here in town, but I just never do. Ah, oh, you should tear it up. Um, how about you ask me a trivia question? Can you think of anything good? Um, oh boy, let me see. Here. I have a I have a geography question for you that I think is tough, and if you get it, I'll be really impressed. Oh, right, well, lay the geography question on me, and then I'll see if I can come up with. Okay. Your question is, what's the capital of Montana? Um, Oh, shit. There it is. The stumper. I think I I know what it is, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to look like an idiot because this is my (laughs) goddamn show. Sure. Um, But... um, See, I want... It would be the real name of a stripper named like Cinnamon in the South. Okay, and that just shoots out my way. I thought it was then. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, you know what? I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Tim Burton helped me with this question. Okay. Because the answer is Hel- Helena. Wow. You Helena know Bonham Carter? Yes, Tim that's Burton? 100% correct. And actually, I was not even thinking of the right capital. <laughs> Were you thinking when Billings? You no, I was thinking Cheyenne, which is Wyoming. Oh, well, either way. Helena would I said be Mon- like... I said Montana, right? Or did yeah, I say you said Wyoming? Montana. 
he said Montana. Oh, I in my head was thinking. I would have. That's the thing is, I would have. I would have known I was Cheyenne. Like, I was though. thinking Cheyenne. I would have known that Cheyenne oh, though because I was. Wa- I've been watching Deadwood a lot lately, and they keep talking about Wild oh. Bill Hickok and Cheyenne and blah blah. blah. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, Powers Booth. Yes, exactly. So how are they going to do that movie with no Cy Tolliver? I don't know, but he was so great. He's, I just watched uh, when, Bill Paxton, when Bill Paxton died, I made my wife watch Frailty. She had never seen it. It's on Netflix. And uh, great movie, still holds up, super original, great acting, and really short. It's I think it's less than 90 minutes. Oh, that's and always, uh, yeah. such a good movie. Have you seen it? Um, I don't. It's, I've seen so many movies. I have. It's no directed by Bill Paxton, and it's where he plays a dad who has to murder demons. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Frailty. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, great movie. And Matthew McConaughey's in it. Um, it's just a really well-done movie. Um, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. But yeah, just watch that. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. everybody. Everyone's Game dying. over, man. Chris, Game over. Chris Cornell, uh, the, the, the mother of Bollywood, I just saw today. I don't know her name, but she's like the... We probably yeah, couldn't pronounce it anyway, so we'll just stick with the no. mother of Bollywood. Well, it was mother of Bollywood, yeah. Yes. Roger Ailes right, got... died, but nobody yeah. cared. But, oh, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I got a, a couple more minutes for you, so let's do like maybe one or two more questions. Okay. Your next question is about a board game again. Okay. And uh, your question is about Scrabble. Are you a Scrabble player? Uh, yes and no. If you're playing Scrabble, how many points is the H worth? You lay down a word like shove or haven or hiccup. And how many points are you getting for that age? Um, I know it's a couple of points. <laughs> I know that it is, much. It is. It's a few. Um, shit. Well, I know it's not too much because like a Z or a Q would be big numbers. Um, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm just going to guess because that's, okay. you know, sometimes you just have to. Let's do it. Um, uh, three? Four. Four ah, points. I was close. Very close. Very close. Very close. Your last question for me on this uh, little segment is about beer. You're, you're a big beer drinker, right? No, actually, I have my 11 years sober. Are you? Yeah. Oh, well, you're just talking about beer before you hit record. So yeah, I well, know. I know. I mean, I know the stuff. I'm familiar sure. with it. I'm in Wisconsin. I kind of have to be. Do you smoke pot? I've never smoked pot in my life. Oh, okay. You're super sober then. There you I, go. Well I, had, I, I have adopted the, the CM Punk lifestyle. Ah. Yeah. Does that mean uh, no um, ladies or fellas as well? <laughs> no, no, the, the ladies and or fellas, I guess. I don't know. But that, that, I, I didn't adopt that part. I see. Okay. No, no drugs, no drinking, no smoking. Gotcha. Yeah. Straight edge. Is true straight edge is no sex too though, isn't it? I think so i don't but i guess i'm sure. not true yeah i didn't listen to fugazi when they were uh you know super popular in dc so i don't know <laughs> all right here's your last question it's about beer let's see if you could still get it as a sober guy okay and your question is what beer has 19 different varieties and your hint is it is dark <sighs> 19 different varieties of dark beer what is the brand of beer um, is it, oh man, I can't get another hint. Um, oh, God. it is a brand, so it's not a type. It would be a, a, 
it would be something like Coors Light or Corona, but not that, obviously. Right, right, right. Um... He's thinking it over. I want to say I want to say Leinenkugel because it's got like there's all, all sorts of different flavors. Sure, that's not a bad guess. And you're a Wisconsin guy where they make Leinenkugels. Yeah. Uh, the answer is Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. See, is, I never. Uh, I, even when I did drink, yeah. I didn't drink Guinness because I wasn't a fan of motor oil. Um, <laughs> and and plus, I'm I'm mainly Polish and German, so I would have to go with sure. the stuff that actually put hair on your balls. I, uh, I, I didn't have a Guinness until I was probably 30 and I'm 31. I had one for the very first time, like a year or two ago. And, and how'd that uh, go for you? it was good. I liked it. I couldn't have more than one or maybe two. And, uh, and when I was younger, it was like coffee to me. I'm like, I would never drink that. And I still, I don't, I think I will die before I enjoy a cup of coffee. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Well, my thing with coffee is, is I, I drink it, but I have to, you know, really, uh, dose it up with sh- cream and sugar, sure. and uh, at that point, it's not coffee anymore. And plus, yeah. coffee is uh, a known diuretic, and yeah. uh, I prefer to be writing at my laptop, not on my phone while I'm pooping. Sure, when I, you know I have a cup of coffee, I just put a Slurpee over the whole thing. There you go, there you go. Yeah. It just works out that way. Works well, I, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, if you're interested in getting trivia at your event, just check out uh, triviawithbuds.com. That's right. Thanks and so then, much, Ron. Uh, and your podcast is on iTunes? Every single Tuesday, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to me. Uh, interview two friends of mine going head-to-head in topics they're good at. We've done some really fun combos before. Uh, the very first epi- uh, episode of the show is Chicago White Sox versus uh, Ghostbusters. And then the second episode is WWE versus Seinfeld. And uh, that goes all the way up. We've done 43 episodes so far. I do uh, – Episodes sometimes one-on-one. I did a really fun one with my mom where I revealed that we're having the second baby to her on the podcast. So that oh, was just great. a couple weeks ago. So you can listen to that. And uh, there's tons of great combos. So I always tell people, go through the feed until you find something you like and start with that episode. And then kind of go from there and see if you dig it. But yeah, TriviaWithBuds.com. Click on the podcast link or uh, come see me do a live event anywhere in L.A. And uh, the new podcast comes out every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific. So uh, check that go. out. All right. Ryan, Thanks, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll definitely have to have you back. Sounds good, man. Have a good rest of your night. You too. Well, that was fun. I'm, I'm smarter at things than I thought. That's, that's good. Uh, before we get into it uh, about Chris Cornell, I just want to let everybody know, head over to patreon.com forward slash Ron Pertee. If you want to like the show and you want to support this and the videos that I put out and all sorts of other cool stuff, uh, follow me on Twitter at RealRonPertee. Um, um, I don't have an actual website anymore, but if you want to go to Tumblr or ronperti.tumblr.com or something, I don't know. Um, just follow all the social media things. Be sure to, uh, and plus on iTunes, I really, really need you guys to rate and, uh, review the show. It helps get the program noticed and, uh, don't, don't make me beg. Please don't, don't make me beg. But, uh, I mean, uh, getting into it now, let's just get to the brass tacks here for a minute and we'll talk about, uh, um, the, the, the tragic loss of, uh, Chris Cornell. I, I'm starting to notice that a lot of these people, um, have, uh, are, we're losing them. And for, for someone like Chris Cornell and people like, uh, and, and Kurt Cobain and Lane Staley and Scott Wyman, we're losing them 
left and right. And these are the these bands are the bands that I that kind of help me form who I am as an adult. You know, uh, when people get upset that they lost John Lennon, it didn't hit me that hard at all because I wasn't a Beatles fan because I didn't grow up with the Beatles because they didn't have a real profound impact on my life like a Nirvana, like a Soundgarden. You know, somebody wrap up Eddie Vedder in some goddamn bubble wrap. That's all I got to say. Um, because of all the bands, I think that Pearl Jam is one that I, I resonated with the most. But losing Chris Cornell is a, is, a, is a horrible thing. And I don't know all the details and I don't want to to speculate. But for someone to, to commit suicide, something had to be going on. And all I can say to that... Um, I mean, it just kind of... I don't know. I mean... You know, the last 12 hours have taught us anything. It's that please, if you have someone in your life that has a mental illness, don't shy away from them. You know, be a part of their life. Prove to them that they're worth a damn. You know, because they may not feel that way about themselves. And uh, I know as, as cliche as it sounds, you know, you may save a life because of it. And there's absolutely nothing... Um, nothing cliche about that. So, but, uh, we're going to end the show this week with a live version of Chris Cornell performing Prince's Nothing Compares to You. Um, and, uh, go listen to Super Unknown or Bad Motor Finger, you know, but just listen to something that you love and tell someone that you love, you love them. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Stop these lonely tears from falling 
diamonds I'm willing to give it another try 